What is up, friends? Welcome back to the His Redeeming Love podcast. This week, we have a special guest, Becca Hallman, joining us this week to talk about insecurities. If you haven't already, turn on our post notifications on both Instagram, TikTok, and Spotify or Apple Music. We can't wait to dive into this week's topic with you. What is up, friends? Hello. Hey. We got Becca Hallman up in this Woo-hoo. closet. Becca, Becca, boots and cuts and boots and cuts. His redeeming love. His redeeming love. <laughs> HRL. 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 Okay. I don't know, y'all. Okay, y'all. <laughs> today, we are talking about, drumroll please, insecurity. Which, um, if I'm being completely honest with, Avery has struggled with today. Girl, today. haven't we all? We've have struggled with them. A whole lot. Forever. <laughs> Stupid enemy. Not today, always, then tomorrow. <laughs> always hating lies in your head, that sneaky, sneaky. Mm. Sneaky snake. Hold up. I'm sorry. I know we're recording, but this is just a, such a funny memory. I... I'm a snake. <laughs> okay. That's Back. So funny. Okay. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. All right. Basically, we have our good old friend, Becca. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Becca, do you want to introduce yourself? Tell us about who is Becca. Who is Becca? Becca is me. I'm Becca. Becca is me. Um, I am a... Senior Woo! at Carolina University. I get to hang out with these guys every Monday. She's our unofficial fourth roommate. Heck yeah. Yeah. I live for that title. Um, I am... Yeah. <laughs> Tell us your major. Tell us oh, some. elementary education. I'm an elementary education teacher, major. Teacher. Teacher. How many times can Beck and I chant during this episode? This is Girl, that's always. the third time I think. I'm third a big chanter. I like I like me some good chants. <laughs> I am also. Guys, you're going on a cruise next May. Y'all just wait. Chris. Oh, Chris. 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 Okay, focus, ladies, focus. Yeah. Okay, Becca, anything else about you? Um, you know, Becca, I lived in from? I lived in Hershey, Hershey, Pennsylvania. Hershey. Hershey. <laughs> Fun fact about me, I was a costume character for four <laughs> years of my yeah, life. Yeah, she was. Yes. I danced in a chocolate costume. That was me. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. But that's 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 me. Yes. Nice. We right. love that. Okay. Becca is also uh, she she's one of Avery and I's really good friends. We met Becca Avery met her a little bit before I did, but Becca literally is, she exudes the Holy Spirit with, like, joy and just, like, always has a beautiful heart. There's been only a select few of times I've ever seen Becca stressed out. <laughs> Last or night, sad. I tried to do her but elementary 4400 assignment. There is, oh, yeah, but, like, there is very few times I've really seen Becca, like, not enjoying life even when it's crazy. So that's something that, like, Becca is just an incredible person with a lot of wisdom. And also, Becca is probably one of the coolest people to get Oh, wait, my, what is my computer doing? Sorry, y'all. That, like, prays over people. Like, Becca is just, honestly, the oh, epitome yeah. of a Christian friend who does all the things and does them well. So, we love Becca. 
I agree. Y'all, y'all are too sweet. I love these girls. I look sweet. Like, how do you? People listening are like, they need to stop. Like, this is like, but this is how we are in real life. Like, y'all just need to do videos. You know what my sister said? I was like, have you listened to the podcast? And this Abby, if you're listening, I'm calling you out. She was like, I haven't listened to it because y'all don't video. If you videoed, I'd listen. Y'all, we cannot video because that excuse. It's lame. Also, also, guys, um, Caitlin hasn't agreed to this because I just thought about it, but I think we're going to put something funny in our next podcast. Announce the thing and see if you can find it. (laughs) (laughs) I think that would be funny. The next time we post on Instagram, look for something in the picture. (laughs) What is funny is now what she said it's the movement and her hands on what she's been. <laughs> All right. Anyways, okay, let's get to business. So yes. Becca is here to talk about insecurity. Um, that is something that each of us individually has struggled with. Um, we're very open about it. Um, but today we're going to talk about kind of how the enemy tries to steal our joy and steal who we are through insecurity and then how we can combat that insecurity and truly walk freely in who God's made us to be. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes, All right. So take it away, Becca. So, with insecurities, insecurities is something that we all struggle with, and one thing I have come to realize through watching lots of um, different videos and stuff on it the is... The porch. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag the porch. I love the porch. <laughs> JD <laughs> Rogers. She references the porch, like, every day. All I the do. time. I get... I love them. That church. Fantastic. Love so the porch. So, what you're saying is you need to move to Texas. I do, girl. I do. I'll bring my Between the upper room and yeah. oh, Walmart yeah. church, girl, I'd be set for life. We would. Um, but you know, um, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that's like one of the things called the gongs. The, the gongs. <laughs> but you know, they don't go away until you address them. And I think that this is one of the big things yeah. that stood out to me with insecurities, because you know. A lot of people struggle with insecurities that they've had mm-hmm. since elementary school. Yeah. That just haven't been addressed. And what happens is some, like, family member or a friend or a teacher even says something to you. <clears throat> it could have been something simple like, like, oh, that's an interesting choice of clothes. Or just something, like, little. And it sets off this insecurity in us. Mm-hmm. And, um... You know, I think a lot of us, instead of addressing it, we just push it down yeah. and we put it in this box that we just throw on a shelf and we're just like, oh, it'll never fall down. But the more you fill it, yeah, the heavier it gets and then it'll just topple down on you yeah. and it'll topple down at the moments when you're at your weakest. Yeah, no, that's really good. That is really good. I feel like... Like you said, like, until you address something like insecurity, like, it will carry with you all throughout your life. And so until we get to this point of, like, you know what, like, the enemy, like, you're feeding us these lies and, like, this isn't true. And, like, I have, like, I've not been present in so many moments and not truly been able to experience happiness because of the things, that, like, mm-hmm. you've put in my head, you know? Yeah. So I think that's really good. Okay, Becca, so how do you think insecurity creeps into our head? So I think a lot of it is, you know the devil comes in at those moments when you're at your weakest, when all of a sudden these insecurities of, you know, I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not enough in any way. When that starts to topple over, the devil can come in and go, oh, you don't feel good? 
oh, try this, this will make you feel better. And he leads into these moments that are a gateway to sin Mm. because they'll make us feel better when actually it's just feeding these insecurities and you get left with shame and guilt after giving into those things that'll make you feel better but just make you feel worse. I was using quotes on feel better. (laughs) You know, as you're talking, that made me think about like, um, and I've been, I've been, I've done this before. So like, I'm not perfect. I don't know. Like, you know that, but like, I feel like when like I'm insecure, when I'm comparing myself to someone else, I'll gossip about that person because what they have, I wish I had, and I'm not secure in who I am. And so when you were talking about that, like the enemy creeps in, like, Oh, like Caitlin, like you're not like her or like Mm -hmm. she, like she knows more than you or, I mean, it can just be any thought that can creep in, and, like, that will lead me to gossip, and then, like, I'm not secure in myself, so then I'm comparing yeah. myself to everyone around me. And what's crazy about those insecurities yeah. is that those little insecurities that you feel, mm-hmm. they all have a root to something else. Yeah. So they all have, they all stem from a baseline insecurity of something that you've been struggling with probably since you were younger, yeah. which I think is so mind-blowing that, like, we're still struggling with things that came from, like, elementary school. Yeah. No, that's so good. I'm laughing because what I want to say next lines up so good with what you just said. I was like, why are you laughing at me, Amy? I was laughing. I was like, yes, that's so good. I can be serious, too. Yes, I was like, Becca, that's so good. Okay, guys, so when Becca was talking, I was sitting here thinking, you know what's so funny is, like, I'm not, like, I've struggled with it, too, is, like, when I'm really insecure about the little things like the big things too is normally comes from when I'm like not spending as much intentional time with the Lord as I probably should be and so I think like in my head I was trying to like make this really simple and like to the point for you guys and so I wrote down this thing like in the word spending time with God praying reading his word blah blah whatever is equals less insecurities that's when you're Mm going to be confident who God has created you to created you to be confident in the gifts and abilities and talents he has given you you're not going to be comparing yourself as much you're still going to be comparing because like we're human and we all always compare and always struggle with our flesh but like it's not going to be as loud Mm -hmm. because we're going to be in the word second when we're in the world not spending time with god not praying as much not reading scripture as much that equals more insecurities that's when we are comparing when we're feeling we're not good enough when the enemy has that place in our head to speak those lies it's 10 times, a thousand times, however times more loud in our heads when we are in the world than versus when we're in the word. I think like we have got to learn, like you have to look to God to find your worth. Mm-hmm. Your worth does not come from the people on social media. No offense, it does not come from your boyfriend or your husband. Yes, they can like give you praise and tell you you're beautiful but like if you're not confident in who god has created you to be and you don't get your val your validation and your fulfillment from jesus first Mm -hmm. you're not Mm going to get it from anybody else yeah and so i think like you're just not going to find any fulfillment in anything else but him and like i know it's super hard to like trust that we can have fulfillment in god because like we are not perfect and we struggle but like we need to remember that time and time again, God is faithful every single time. Yes. And even when we mess up, he's still perfect. And even though he is perfect and we're not, he's never judging us. And like the Bible gives us so many tools to combat insecurity in the lives of the enemy. And so one scripture that came to my mind was Ephesians six ten through 15. 
And it says, um, finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of, of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. So, I mean, this talks about we have an armor to put on us from God. We have, like truth scriptures prayer things to back us up things to put on us so when those evil forces come against us we have scripture and prayer to lean on that mm -hmm. is always going to be more powerful than what the enemy is trying to speak into yeah. you yeah um that makes me think about like literally avery as you were talking i thought about in genesis like with adam and eve like yeah. they had everything they literally had everything and what did the serpent do he came in and got into eve's ear and was like oh like, try this. It's the most delicious. And, like, they knew what God had spoken, but, like, they were still so tempted. And they let that thought creep in and take root. And what they ended up sinning. And then, like, they they were, like, living now in sin. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, like, the same with us in insecurity. When we, when we don't come back and, like, we are told to, like, take every thought captive in the name of Jesus. So, like, every mm -hmm. thought is held captive in Jesus' name. Like, so when evil thoughts or, like, insecurity or any kind of thought comes that not, doesn't make you feel good of who God's created you to be, that thought is held captive and you need to submit it to the Lord. Because if you don't, like, you're going to fall for, like, the enemy's scheme. And, like, it's, sometimes it's not one thought. It could be multiple thoughts. So it then takes this big root and becomes something bigger than what you ever thought it would be. And so we just yeah. have to be, like, so aware. And that's why, like you said, like, to put on the armor of God, to be in our word, to know, like, what is the truth, to be able to combat the lies of the enemy. And it's not like... When we say combat the lies of the enemy, it's not anything. It's just, like, looking at me and, like, this is a lie. Like, I, this thought is held captive. Like, I know that's not truth, and I know where my truth is found. And, like, I surrender mm -hmm. at God's feet. Like, because God is He's my strong. father. And, like, y'all, we have the gift of discernment. Like, use it. Come on now. Like, you know, yeah, like, yeah. we're not meant to, like, let the enemy get in our head. Like, no, he has no rule. He has no rule. Yeah, so. that's so good. But. Yeah. No, and I think, you know. We see in the Bible a lot of people, like God um, shows even in um, the book of First Samuel, just how insecurities, they always have a chance to creep in. So, mm -hmm. like, one thing I wanted to read was with um, David. This was before he became king. And a little, little backstory before this, David, Good little answer. shepherd boy, is about to go up against... Goliath, this nine foot tall, huge man giant, who has been training, giant, giant. <laughs> who has been training for war since his youth. And um, one thing he says, so this is First Samuel 17, verse 30 through 32. Oh, sorry. Don't worry about this Philistine, David told Saul. I'll go fight him. Don't be ridiculous, Saul replied. There's no way you can fight this Philistine and possibly win. You're only a boy, and he's been a man of war since his youth. So right there we see this moment where, like, insecurity could have, like, overcome David. And he could have, yeah. like, oh my gosh, yeah, like, I'm not good enough. Like, this yeah. guy's huge, and I'm probably, like... He's like a solid... One. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to be like, I'm a dwarf and <laughs> Like, I can't even see, like, this guy's head. Like, he has to pick me up by his palms so he can be at eye level. 
Like, and we see this with David where he could have let insecurity just overrun him. But Mm -hmm. the cool thing with David was that he knew who he was in God. And he knew who his God was. So if I keep reading, this is verse 34. But David persisted. I've been taking care of my father's sheep and goats, he said. When a lion or a bear comes to steal a lamb from the flock, I go after it with a club and rescue the lamb from its mouth. If the animal turns on me, I catch it by the jaw and club it to death. I have done this to both lions and bears, and I'll do it again to this pagan Philistine too. For he has defied the armies of the living God. The Lord who rescued me from the claws of the lion and the bear will rescue me from this Philistine. Yeah. And right there we see him just like responding with the truth that he knows who he is because God rescued him time and time again. And God doesn't just stop. Like when God rescues you from something, he's not just going to stop the next battle you go into. He's not going to be like, oh, oh, this one's too big. You're tiny. He's huge. Yeah, You're going to lose, kid. Like, no, he doesn't give up. He has a plan and a purpose and Mm -hmm. he wants to see you succeed. And just like remembering God's truth that you are a child of God and like you are beautifully and wonderfully made and you are worth so much. And just remind it, being reminded of that, like when insecurities try to come get you, just knowing like I'm grounded in God's truth and like I know who I am. Yeah, that's so good. That's good. I think, like, we have some points here, and, like, if Becca, if you want to, like, talk on these, you can. Oh, yeah. But, um, I think this is, I took these points and, like, things we were talking about the other day, and we were, like, talking about this, but one thing you were, like, were telling me was, like, insecurities are found when we prioritize the enemy's voice, but security is found when we prioritize God's voice, so I don't know if, like, um, you, like, kind of want to talk a little bit about that, and, like, how we learn to prioritize God's voice over the enemies. Yeah, so I think, you know, where where our priorities are is always going to be, like, the most important to us. So, like, if you are struggling a lot with insecurity and, like, I mean, we all do, but, like, if you're putting all your time into your looks and, um, you know, who you hang out with, like, oh, my word, like, I have to hang out with these people, I have to do this, like, I have to do this, because whatever that insecurity may be, and you're not, like, if you're not putting enough time into God's word and getting to know God, you're prioritizing the enemy's voice, when what you need to do to find security in who you are and who God is, you need to be spending that time, you know, praying like, throughout your day and, and just spending time with God. As I've, as, a, as I've heard it said, like, when you date somebody, you yeah, don't just, like, honestly, probably. <laughs> I honestly don't even know anymore. <laughs> I listen so much to them. Their stuff is so good. Um, but, like, when you're dating somebody... You, you can't just, like, go on one date and just be like, oh, yeah, I'm never going to talk to you, but I still want this relationship to go. Like, no, because you're not going to get to know them. You need to get to know them. So if you're, when you prioritize time with God, it's like prioritizing that relationship. Yeah. You want to grow that relationship with that person. So you need to prioritize your time with them. And yeah. it's the same with God. Like, you need to go on dates with God, pray, read your Bible, get to know who he is, and ultimately 
you'll find security in who you are with knowing who God is. Mm. Yeah, that's good. I think that goes back to like what I said earlier. Like when you're in the Word, you're going to have less insecurities. But when you're choosing the Word, mm-hmm. you're going to have more insecurities. Um, yeah. That's good. I think like we do have like practical steps like we do every episode. But I didn't ask if they wanted to do this. But I think it would just be beneficial if like one of us or like all of us shared like kind of an insecurity that we're either currently struggling with or have struggled with and like like how we overcame it like what Mm -hmm. we did to like not allow that insecurity to take over our lives because i don't know i just like maybe something we're struggling with or have struggled with in the past would really resonate with someone who's listening and god could really speak to them through that Mm -hmm. so who wants to go first i'll hit it off all right (laughs) Um, so for me, and the one reason that this whole, um, idea of insecurities and how to overcome them, like, became so heavy on my heart was, um, with relationships. I was going through a time where, you know, even my friendships, like, I just felt like I couldn't keep these relationships. And I struggled with an insecurity, like... When I identified the root, it was, I don't want to be alone. I want people to like me. Yeah. And that was a big insecurity for me because I'm such a people pleaser and I want to do everything I can in my power to like not be alone, to be with people. And, um, when I actually like sat down and started, like I wrote down my insecurities, like all the little things, like my hair is not pretty enough or it's too frizzy and this stuff like that and it all led back to a main root of I want to be liked I don't want to be alone yeah yeah and you know I think identifying that really helped me be able to then look into my word and really find the I can't say this word I'm so sorry I'm gonna say pacifics really find the pacifics (laughs) (laughs) about what verses relate to that and I found like you know like God loves me and I'm not alone because I have God and he's right there and he just wants me to talk to him and he tells us time and time again that we're not alone he not only gives us the community that we need to grow in he gives us himself and he's like hey I'm here just talk to me I want to hear what you have to say I answer prayers knock and the door will be open to you and you know just hearing that really helped me kind of deal with it and go like every time those insecurities try to creep back up up on me of like oh these people don't really like me it's like okay even if they didn't my god loves me and my god speaks so highly about me and he loves me and he wants what's best for me and it's just about constantly because it's a constant battle with insecurities it's like it doesn't just go away like you have to constantly be um addressing them yeah but i think that's so good um i just want to like speak on something real quick because your insecurity was talking about like being worried that you're going to be alone like you just want to be liked by people and you talked about like god like wants to be in community with us and wants to talk to us and you know know us on a deeper level 
And so it, I'm thinking back to the book that Caitlin and I read by Jenny Allen called Find Your People. She talked about how God literally created us to do life in community and created us to do life together. And we were created from a place of community. God is in community with himself, the Holy Spirit, and Jesus. And so God has been in relationship and community before everything else even existed. And so this whole idea of community was literally birthed from the very very beginning and so everything that we do yeah is about community and about deep connections and you know spreading the word of jesus and like coming together to stand firm on god's word and so if you are struggling with the insecurity of like oh i am alone no one likes me that's not true that is from the enemy Go dive in scripture and see what God has to say about who you are, who he, created, who he created you to be, and how he called you to live. Because I promise the answer will be that he called to live you in commu- called you to live in community, and he did not call you to li- call you to live alone. Mm-hmm. Can't That's speak. so good. And I mean, we yeah. see that too with Jesus, Jesus and his disciples. <laughs> Yeah. He had 12, 12 guys that he did life with, that he 12 wanted. intentional yeah, people. that he chose. Yeah. No, that's good. I think, um, do you want to go next? You yeah. don't want me to go. Um, I can go. I was just thinking, I kind of have two. Um, one, I'd say the first would definitely be, like, in ministry. Like, when I, I always felt the call to go into it. And, like, in college, like, I didn't have, like, the perfect story. Like, I'm still in college. But, like. My first years of college were spent very much in the world, but then also, like, really pursuing the Lord's heart, but, like, living in the world still. Um, and, like, just being scared to, like, even go to, like, few sometimes because, like, I was ashamed, like, I wasn't good enough because I was, like, still tr- struggling with, like, underage drinking and, like, going out and, like, all of that. And so even in that, like, knowing and, like, this kind of ties into, like, relationships, like, definitely with friendships, I'm, like, the same with, like, people-pleasing and, like, just wanting to be liked, like, even in, like, a romantic way, I've never dated a boy, I've never even kissed a boy, and so, Avery's laughing, but I'm nothing wrong with that, no, I'm not, and there is nothing wrong with that, but, like, in, like, middle and high school, like, all my friends always had boyfriends, and, like, it always made me feel like I wasn't, like, good enough, because, like, I just felt very insecure about myself, but, like, I was insecure, but I was also so secure in, like, who I was, and so even in, like, college, like, back then, like, living in the world, I would be like, well, like, why is no one come up to me? But then, like, by the grace of God, they didn't. Like, I didn't want, like, they were just nasty. They got the ick, like, <laughs> the, like ick. the ick. But then also, like, as I got closer to the Lord, like, feeling like I could never have, like, a man of God because I was so broken and, like, that I wasn't worthy of that. But, like, now being where I am, like, close with the Lord, like, we are all deserving of a godly spouse and a godly person. And, like, there is nothing that, from your past, that can, like, withhold you from receiving Mm -hmm. that and so I've just like a lot of that just not feeling like I was good enough like in ministry not like I was good enough to marry someone who was like pursuing Jesus because like I just that's always been a struggle and like I've just never I've always felt like I had to have so many friends like have friends but it's not about like Mm -hmm. the quality quantity it's about the quality of the friends and like I had to that is something that I've struggled with since like forever like I've always like wanted to be popular and like but like what is that like why does that matter like that's not like who even cares about that and so like all of that just kind of all come together and like where I've placed my identity and like 
I was placing it in things that, like, weren't the Lord. And, like, once I started putting it in the Lord, I recognized that, like, all of these cha- things that I've been believing, like, are not meant for me to believe. Like, those are lies. Like, and I'm not living in the freedom of the Lord. And, like, the expectancy of, like, the promises that God's spoken over my life because I'm so bent up on, like, lies mm-hmm. of the enemy. I don't know if that made sense because no, I kind of had a bunch of different nothing. ones no, that, like, all kind of came yeah. back to, like, relationships. Yeah. Also, guys, let's just back up. I was not laughing at the fact that Caitlin has never had a boyfriend. If you know Caitlin, you know why I was laughing if you know this story. And so, I don't, you know, I just want to clarify I was not laughing at the fact that she's never had a boyfriend. It's, like, a an inside story that only a few people know. That That's why I was laughing. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it's, I'm not embarrassed about it. I'm 21 years old, y'all, but let me tell you, when the right man comes along, I'm willing, like, I can't wait, but, like, it's going to be the right man. I'm God's not, got it. God does Caitlin, got it. Yeah, yeah. You what? ain't missing out on much. No, and I know that. I, like, I, but, like, again, like, in, like, coming to college, like, you've never dated, like, you never had a boyfriend, like, even, like, I was talking to someone this past weekend about it that's, like, really close to me, and they were like, you know, a lot of people have, like, dated, like, you haven't had that experience, and I was like, I just... I've never, I'm not going to go on a date with somebody that I know ain't worthy of going on a date with. Like, yep. and we let, date to marry, we, we don't And just don't, date don't let them push insecurities on No, you. literally, that's no, yourself. Man. Like, I Bye. know. Let me tell you, when my, when a man of God that I know is pursuing the Lord comes to me, then we can talk and we can go on a date. But until then, I ain't got time. Mm-hmm. I ain't got time. Period. <laughs> <laughs> the suspense, the foreshadowing. <laughs> Anyway, I guess it's Avery's Future husband, now. know that I love you. <laughs> she talks about you all the time. I, I We're don't. We're praying for you. We talk about it a lot. About future spouses? Yeah, and just like dating and like yeah. waiting on, like being content in your singleness. Yeah. And then... I'm telling you, Lord better get it right the first time. I'm not trying to date somebody. <laughs> she just said the Lord better get it right the first time. Whoa! <laughs> the Lord is listening to this conversation that excuse me? But the Lord knows the desires of your heart. He does. And he will provide. As like I said, ask and it shall be given. <laughs> Knock but and the literally. door will be open to you. <laughs> Knock Girl, that door knocked. <laughs> Anyways, that That's is just so my funny. insecurity. And here we are now. We are living the life that the Lord has gifted me with. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't easy. It took months. I had to get therapy. I had to talk to the Lord about it. Continue to send her those thoughts. Therapy is fantastic yeah. also another big one for me is trust i have a big problem with trust like a huge problem yeah that is a big one and that trust has come it's honestly been rooted in like how i grew up with like some no offense of my family members but you know who you are i'm joking i love you but no like but that's where the root of it started and it has just carried out and it's always been a fear of mine in every relationship that i've ever had I mean, Avery knows. I've talked to her about it in our friendship. Like, I've always struggled with that. And um, that has been something that I've had to surrender to the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, these generational change. (laughs) That needs to be another topic. Generational, like, curses and things like that. You should have my mom on there. My mom's a lot about that. Miss Hallman, you coming on, girl. (laughs) Gonna bring it. 12 a.m. text. All right, Avery, your turn, girl. Give it to us. (sighs) I'm thinking about the lady at the Broadway show. Give, give it to, to my bed. <laughs> She's like, give it to my bed. <laughs> Shout out to the the lady behind us at the Broadway show in Atlanta. <laughs> we miss you. We <laughs> do. You made that whole show come yeah. to life. You will forever, like, you will be in my eulogy. <laughs> like, 
That lady and the lady in Chinatown. <laughs> the lady. Oh the yep. lady in Chinatown. That will be in your, my maid of honor speech. She, in your hurt, um, she hurt my feelings. And she did. <laughs> anyway, guys. Um, y'all. Give it to us, Avery. Where, where to start? Honestly, y'all, I'm really messed up. <laughs> Don't say that. No. That's speaking lies. That's okay, speaking whatever, lies. Okay, whatever, whatever. Y'all, I just struggle with a lot of insecurity, so I'm, like, trying to figure out, like, which one I'm going to talk about. You um, could, I mean, I kind of talked about a few different ones. Yeah. Honestly, like, there's two really big ones. Um, one is, y'all, I'm in my internship right now. And for, like, teaching, I'm in a second grade classroom. Second grade. Second, second grade. Becca's second awesome. Grade. Okay, Becca. Becca. <laughs> Becca, there's a limit on how many times. Yeah, I don't even know how long this podcast is right now. <laughs> oh, well. We'll wrap it up soon. Anyway, um, I'm in a second grade classroom, and I told my first lesson today, and y'all, it bombed. It was just not as good as I wanted it to be, and... I really, halfway through my lesson, I just stopped, and my head was filled with so many lies and insecurities from the enemy, and I had a really hard time, like, combating them, and, like, sorry, I'm, like, gas in my chest as well. <laughs> gas. Gas. Anyway, um, I just, like, really struggled to shift my perspective, and, like, finish out the rest of my lesson strong. And I just literally walked in the door, and Becca was like, Avery! And I started crying. <laughs> she, said <that laughs> she said it exactly like that. I literally started bawling. Oh, Avery! <laughs> <laughs> Becca, can you see? <laughs> Hello! Okay! But anyway, those are all inside jokes from our math class last semester. But anyway... Um, yeah, I just started literally bawling my eyes out, and Becca's like, what's wrong? And I was like, I feel like a failure. <laughs> I was like, I was like, my lesson went terrible, like, there's just a lot of things that, I'm, I'm sorry, this, my ADD is really messing me with this water bottle, I'm sorry. Um, I was just, I'm a perfectionist, and so I try to go into everything that I'm doing, and like, come out on top, and be Period. perfect, and... Everybody, oh my gosh, like, that was so good. I wish I could be more like her. Like, it also seems like a pride thing mm-hmm. of, like, I want to be the best at everything. Same here, girl. And so, mm-hmm. like, halfway through that lesson, I looked at my kids, and they looked at me like I was speaking a foreign language. And I was like, okay, this is not okay. good. <laughs> so, it was just really, it was a struggle for me today because I went into my lesson thinking this, I had a good understanding of the content, and this was going to be really good. The kids are all going to understand blah 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 and like it didn't happen that way and so the enemy was just filling my head with like oh maybe you're not good enough to be a teacher maybe you're not qualified maybe you can't do this and it like really like hit me hard and hurt my feelings honestly because I've wanted to be a teacher since I was five years old like I've never dreamt of doing anything else with my life and even when I was applying to college my parents were like are you sure you don't want to like see what else is out there and I was like no no I'm good like I want to be a teacher I like no second guessing and so it just kind of was like a punch in the gut of like I don't know do I really have what it takes to be a teacher and so I've just been struggling with those insecurities today and I'd say like kind of similar to Becca is I like want really good community and community that's gonna be with me for my the rest of my life and coming to college I thought I was gonna find that easily and I didn't 
and I really struggled with it and I felt alone for a lot of my first few years of college and it wasn't until like last fall that I truly like close to the end of the fall like more spring semesters when I really felt like I found my solid community that speaks life to me and holds me accountable and I can really do life with but like there's still moments when I struggle like okay like am I good enough to be friends with these people do the do my friends really like me do they really want to be my friends it's like all these insecurities that the enemy's like putting in my head of like okay well like you're annoying why are you so needy like why do you need all these things from your friends like mm-hmm. so it's just things like that that I struggle with of like am I good enough to do what God is calling me to do with my life and am I really good enough to have like these amazing people that he's put in my life yeah yeah, but, yeah. but I think in like each of what we started with like we've just seen like <clears throat> the Holy Spirit like show us the truth in all of those and like we've all just like we've grown and, like, can recognize now that, like, these are lies and we're not bound to those, you know? And we also have, like, each other, like, one thing that I love about, like, our friend group, and Val's not here, but she's here in spirit, like, Mm -hmm. we're, we're the friend group, like, and I love y'all for this, like, we, we speak truth over each other, and, like, we don't let each other dwell on, Even if it's uncomfortable. Yeah, and, Mm -hmm. like, we don't let each other dwell on that insecurity or, like, not being enough or, like, we messed up, like, we're gonna mess up, like, we're human, like, we don't let that shame like hold on to any of us and like Mm -hmm. we have each other to encourage each other to keep going and keep pushing and like believe the truths of the lord and that's something that i'm just extremely grateful for yeah Yeah. when i when i tell you i prayed five years ago five years ago that god would send me friends and it took five years to get a relationship as strong as this because i struggled with friendships all through high school Listen, listen. The Lord needed to work on me a little more. <laughs> me too, girl. Yo, I'm about and to cry. So oh, when I tell you, if you are looking for a community, pray. Mm-hmm. Pray. And don't give up on it because it's coming for you. God didn't forget about you. He didn't leave you hanging. He has the perfect group for you. He just yeah. needs you to hold on a second. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's important to realize. I'm trying to figure out how to word this. like. I love Kaylin Beck and Val. Like, they are so important to me. I would not trade them for the world. And I love going to them for things. And I love that they give me advice. But I also need to learn that they are not my number one source of comfort. God is. Mm -hmm. And so if you are struggling with insecurities or loneliness or, like, I could just go on and on and name all of these topics that the enemy gives us a struggle with that are not from God. If you're struggling with any of those, like... I love my friends and family so much, but they can only give me short, temporary fulfillment when yeah. Jesus gives me everlasting mm-hmm. fulfillment. And so, number one, step number one, identify the insecurity or the thing you're struggling with. Number two, take it to God. Yeah. Pray, mm-hmm. read scripture, talk to him. He's the one that's going to help you through it and actually help you solve the problem. And then three, if you still need to go talk to someone about it go talk to someone but god needs to come first and mm-hmm. i was talking to someone the other day and shout out to amanda at the study center and this is who told me this but she was like if you have to tell more than three people you don't want help you just want to like gossip and talk about it and like mm, complain mm-hmm. and so i have becca val and Caitlin, sorry. <laughs> and I have, like, other people in my life, too, like, Abigail McKay. Like, I have other people in my life that I talk to, but, like, I may not talk to all, like, seven people in my life. 
Like, they might not all, it might come up eventually, but, like, I'm not going to go to every single one of them and be like, this happened, this happened, this happened. Oh, my gosh, this happened. Did mm-hmm. I tell you this happened? Like, that's not me getting help for it. That's just complaining and, like, gossiping about the situation when I need to take it to God. And then I could take it to, like, one or two, maybe three other people. Yeah. Because it is important, too, to seek wise counsel as yes. well. And yeah. whether that is, um, you know, m- mentors that you have, people at your church, or even, like, your friend group who you know is going to pour, um, you know, the love of God into you as well, then it's, it is important to seek those people too. Yeah, Yeah, that's good. Well, all right guys, just some practical steps, you know, we always have these. So, uh, here we go. Number one, identify what the insecurity is. Identify like, yeah, what you're struggling with, whether it's like, Am I good enough? Yeah. Am I smart enough? Am I pretty enough? And it Do can people even be, like me? Yeah. Or just even like, you know, my hair, my Am I wearing my the body, right shoes? My, my shoes. back yeah. is aching. My boss is tired. My bullshit. Caitlin. Caitlin, this is a Christian podcast. Caitlin. I don't know, but when you said the hair, it made me think about my back is aching. <laughs> I cannot with her. Anyway, um, yeah, so identify what the insecurity is. What lies the enemy trying to speak over you? Number two, identify the root of the insecurity. So, like, for me, you know, I am struggling with, like, am I supposed to be a teacher? Am I good enough? Am I qualified to do this? The root of that insecurity is feeling like I have to be a perfectionist and I have to be the best at everything. And so when I fail or I do something wrong and there's something I need to improve on, when it comes to teaching, I immediately feel like I'm not qualified to do this because I feel the need to be perfect at everything. Mm -hmm. So, identify the insecurity, identify where it's coming from. The third one, this is like, how do I overcome this, is you seek God's truth. And that comes through reading scripture, prayer, and seeking wise counsel. So what Becca was talking about, like, it is okay to seek wise counsel and to seek people's wisdom. But like what I just said, you don't need to be going to everyone, talking to everyone and their mother about this. Like you need to have like a solid two to three people that you talk to things about with. And you can have different people to talk to different things about, but like still, we're going to cap it. At three, I mean, you can do whatever you want, but, like, I would say it's mm-hmm. healthy to have, like, three people that you talk to something about, but, again, God needs to be number one. Mm-hmm. And I would just say, to also just add on to that, like, if you know the insecurity and the root that you're struggling with, I would encourage you to write down some verses to help you combat, com- combat? combat? Yeah. Combat that insecurity. <laughs> And just write down so that when that insecurity tries to creep back up on you, you can go, no, because this is what God says about me. Yeah. So I would just encourage you to even write those on a note card and just have those with you. Yep. It almost sounds like these cards that we feel like we talk about every episode. So, y'all, if you have been listening to us from the beginning and you don't have note cards... Get yourself some note what cards. What you doing? Get some note cards, okay? Get They're some note so cards. helpful. They're so helpful. Post some sticky notes on your mirror in the morning with the yep. truth of the Lord. Yep. And get mm-hmm. you a note card. I tell the small group girls, because we got some anxiety and worries, we put we put scripture in the, like on the note card in our phone and we pull it out when we're feeling anxious. Yep. Because mm-hmm. we are not going to live in the lives of the enemy. We're going to walk in God's truth and his freedom. And then, y'all, the Bible We're breaking app, free. We're the so flying. There's not a star in heaven that we can't reach. Becca's voice. Okay, That's Becca. Alright, anyway guys. We love y'all. Also, real quick. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But we have this Bible, you know, thing that like all the scriptures in. 
And this is not something that you're just supposed to read in the morning or at night. This is the God. Oh, my gosh. The God. The God. The words of God are active and living. They are living, breathing scriptures. And you're supposed to. I'm sorry. Um, We are supposed to carry these words with us every single day. So that's why the note cards are so important because we are um, called to carry this with us throughout the day. It's not just supposed to be a one-time thing. It's something that's supposed to, like, put on the armor of God and, you know, carry that with you throughout your day because, again, it's not something that we just do out a one-time thing. It's something that is living and breathing and we are called to do and have with us throughout the day. Amen. So good. So, yeah, I just thought I would share that. That's yes. why the note cards are so important, guys. Mm-hmm. Becca, thanks for coming on the pod. Yes, yes ma'am. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. We yes. love you guys. We love you. I love so y'all. grateful for you. Have the best two weeks of your life. Yep. Yes. We'll see you next. Y'all, shout out His Redeeming Love podcast. They're incredible. Thank you, In Becca. and off of the podcast. Peace out. Peace out.